Welcome to Travel Market Life, your companion for industry insights and professional business development. Travel Market Life. Join us by webcast, video or podcast. Hello and welcome to Travel Market Life. I'm your host, Ryan Haynes, and in today's episode, we're going to be talking to Mehdi Sowa, the CIO at Louvre Hotels Group, and Stephen Burke, the CEO and founder at RoboSizeMe, about robotic process automation. RoboSizeMe is a process automation specialist for the hospitality industry, helping companies automate operational processes using virtual robots that really help identify ways in order to opt- optimize human effort in all areas of hotel operations. Working with Louvre Hotels Group, which is a portfolio that includes more than 1,600 hotels in 54 countries with historic brands, Royal Tulip, Golden Tulip, Campanile, and Premier Class. We'll find out what is RPA, why is it significant, and how Louvre Hotels is implementing it within its network. Travel Market Life. Hello, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for joining me, Stephen Meddy. Um, it's wonderful to have you here. Uh, just to start off with, um, Stephen, now you've been working in this field for quite some time now. Uh, can you just summarize for us, what is robotic process automation? Yeah, thanks, Ryan. Thanks for having us on the show. And uh, great question. So robotic process automation is where we use virtual or software robots. Uh, they're not hardware robots. So we're not going to have like little R2D2s, you know, looking like a little uh, motorized trash can running around the hotels. Um, it's really a software robot that exists on a computer that does work that normally a human could do, right? Or would do. And um what this can do is basically mimic keystrokes or it can take some data from like an email or a spreadsheet and put it somewhere else. And, and when you combine a lot of these things, you actually allow someone to replace some kind of really boring or very repetitive task and do something very much more interesting uh, with their time, while at the same time making the whole hotel operations more uh, efficient. Okay, um, so why is it so significant for hoteliers and the hospitality industry, particularly today? Well, there's a few reasons. So first and foremost, hotels have what we call a lot of operationally vital yet highly manual processes. And you can see it in every hotel that you, you go into. People are you know, manually updating rates or they're manually copying datas from, data from a spreadsheet into another spreadsheet like some of the stuff the revenue managers do every day in their reporting tasks. Um, we also have things like the rate loading season where we get you know hundreds of person hours of time that's spent typing the same thing over and over again. You know How many times do you wanna retype that cancellation policy into your GDS rates uh, for this year? There's every part of the operation from back office to reservations, to revenue management, to even accounting. Um, can can be uh, has some optimizations that can be done using process automation. Okay, I mean it sounds it's very vast uh, and many different ways it can be deployed. Um, now, Medi, is that true? Um, are you seeing the ability to actually deploy RPA in this way uh, across your uh, portfolio of properties? Yes, and um, as you said, we have a big number of hotels at, at Louvre Hotel. We are managing everything centrally from the uh, Paris office. So when you need to collect all these data to set up your system for the distribution for the PMS, at one moment when your present software, your PMS or CRS, does not allow you 
to have scripts or automate your setup. So you will need data entry. And data entry means a lot of time, a uh, lot of mistakes, of human mistakes. So yes, uh, we, we were looking for uh, a solution to avoid these uh, mistakes, to avoid this uh, repetitive task, and also to, to improve our uh, time to market. Because between the day when we, we have an hotel to distribute and to set up everything, to set up the room, the rates, and start selling them, uh, it took weeks when it's human making data entry behind it. But with the robot, it's a few hours because the robot doesn't sleep, doesn't do mistakes, and uh, it go, go very fast. Did you think that it was actually going to be a software solution to this particular problem you're experiencing there at Louvre? At one moment, yeah, because we need some software uh, automation. So you can do it by API, by uh, bulk systems, but not all the software in the hospitality uh, allow that. So the RPA is the good solution for it. I mean, we've been talking in the industry for so long about having decent integrations, about having these open APIs, and there's a huge amount of cost involved. And as you say, such a big tech stack. And I guess you can't have a, you can't have the same tech stack across all your 1600 properties, surely. So that must be an additional challenge that you have there. How are you sort of addressing RPA across uh, some of your tech stack? Are you actually concentrating on a particular area at the moment? For the moment, we are focusing on the hospitality part. So, set up in hotel on the CRS and the PMS. Uh, we are also working with our uh, supplier to ask them for APIs and all this integration uh, uh, that we need. But as it took, it's taking time, we need to have RPA for the moment to accelerate uh, this operation. But it also, even when we will have API, we will still identifying uh, repetitive task that uh, Atelier or the central team will need to do, and you can continue using RPI for that. Right, yeah. So, I mean, as you say, Stephen, you started off by really sort of listing numerous ways in which that IPA can be deployed. And I guess working across um, your, your customers there, you're seeing different ways in which they're harnessing this. Um, how and where are you seeing, beyond uh, how Louvre is using it, um, that other hoteliers in the industry are, are really uh, used, uh, harnessing um, RPA for that immediate imp uh, impact on the business? Hmm. Very good questions. So the, I would say that of all the people that I've talked with, everybody's approaching their RPA journey from a slightly different angle. So some of the hoteliers are using it for uh, dealing with um, large amounts of data updates. Some of them are using it to help migrate data from their legacy tech stack to their new tech stack. Um, those are kind of like one-time uses, but then we're also seeing people uh, that are using the RPA to work around incomplete integrations in the industry. So for example, if you have a CRS that sends 99% of the data fields or 98% of the data fields that you want to the PMS, but some key data isn't there, you can build a robot that simply goes and grabs the data for that. We're seeing robots that... Um, you can go and grab the data from the uh, revenue production systems, get the data downloaded, and then insert it into your Power BI database. That's a common use case there. Um, in the payments flow, for example, especially like accounts payable, we're seeing uh, that 
being used quite heavily because you can combine RPA with OCR and analyze, you know, if, if your seafood supplier normally bills you between 2,000 and 3,000 euros per month uh, and it's, you know, 2,500 euro bill comes in, you can automate that all the way up to the creation of the payment order and then the controller just has to approve it. But if you get a, a, a bill for 15,000 euros, then obviously that has to go uh, to some, some checks. So lots of opportunity to, to streamline the processes and, and basically help hoteliers do more with less. I mean, we've been talking a lot with uh, the last year of staffing shortages um, now we're talking in about different ways of, of doing, um, uh, trying to reduce costs during a, a period of uncertainty. So there's a lot of ways that RPA can help. But I mean, is this only a short term solution? I mean, we're talking about the fact that we're going to have all these integrations in place and they're trying to make all these seamless connections. It sounds like this is just, you know, a, a, a bridge until we could get to that point. Um, is, is, is that the case? Um, but then as Mehdi said, there's a huge number of other ways in which they're identifying new ways of deploying um, RPA. So um, where, where, where does it where does it sit between being a short term solution and, and, and sort of a, a longer term investment um, for, for hospitality companies, Stephen? Well, depending on which consultant you ask, hotels <laughs> have between 20 and 60 different uh, IT systems in them, right? I've been in the industry for more than two decades, and most of that time has been spent doing systems integration. Somebody once asked me, like, if you're so into systems integration and building uh, things that have API connectivity, aren't you a bit admitting defeat by focusing on RPA? And I had to agree that, yeah, that is true. Uh, you know, I was involved with uh, Open Travel and HTNG 20 years ago, 17 years ago, when we were writing these first standards. And I would say that the connectivity or the integration in the industry is about at the same level that it was before, you know. But these systems need to share data. You need to have uh, also the massive amount of training that comes with having the hotels use this. These are all areas that can be improved by RPA. So I would say that some of the solutions that we're talking about are short term, maybe just to uh, fill in until the product roadmaps of the uh, technology vendors catch up. But at the same time, there's always a lot of manual work to be done. And any way that the robot can help this and to reduce the dependency on, on the human means that human can focus on the guest experience or some other uh, activity that's giving more value. Absolutely. I mean, Mehdi, you mentioned particularly about the impact that has seasonally for you guys when it comes to updating rates, but also um, ensuring that all the data is uh, clear and the impact it has when there are human errors uh, with that data. Um, so what are what's the benefits you're seeing um, for the business by using RPA and um, what's the impact it's also having on your staff? Today, when... Uh... For all this work of data entry, companies, what they are doing, they are outsourcing, okay? So they are outsourcing with the external company in other countries where they are not really have the experience or the management of your hospitality system. So it's a job that does not have a high value, uh, I would say, it, uh, transformation, high, high value operation, and as we are outsourcing, it's really far from the expert, uh, from the staff. So using APA, it's 
getting back this job near the expert, okay? So, and they will focus on uh, monitoring or uh, set up in these robots. So, we are changing a little bit their job, but to focus on high-value operation and to get back the work uh, at home, if I can say it. So, it's something that's really uh, good for the, for, for the employee, and uh, they are appreciating it and not saying that uh, it is taking their job. I mean, so, this is a thing, isn't it? It's like you've got to make jobs in hospitality more attractive now. Exactly. And I think we all remember the days in our early 20s when we started working in an office environment and our job was data input. Um, and that just ground on us. It was not <laughs> exciting to go to work and you had four spreadsheets, several systems open, copy, paste, click, 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 click here, there and everywhere. I mean, we got to learn how to uh, move our fingers uh, very fast and, 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 and learn how to almost, you know, speed data uh, input. But I guess that also led to those errors at the same time. Um, but I guess by utilizing this technology, you're bringing a better enjoyment, a better experience for your staff at the same time. And working on innovating stuff, so uh, it is attractive. And today, uh, we, are, we will not stop with this with the hospitality system. We will have a look to the financial one, to the human resources one, and we will always find use cases to, to optimize uh, the work. Excellent. Um, I mean, it sounds like there has um, so many different ways in which it can be applied. And uh, I guess these are things that you're starting to uncover, Stephen, as you go through this process, because um, you only really founded um, RoboSize Me, I believe, at the beginning of this year. Um, and uh, you've already been recognized as, as an award winner. And you've got um, three um, incredible backers um, as part of your advisory board. Could you just tell us a bit about that, please? Right. Yeah. So we're excited about the advisory board. Um, we tried to put together um, people from different aspects of the industry. Uh, so having Doug Rice join, he was the first person to join the advisory board. Doug is best known for founding HTNG um, and uh, driving that and improving the, uh, the visibility of that through uh, to be a global hotel technology organization. Um, Rico uh, from Kempinski Hotels gives us insight into um, a different uh, class of hotels um, that, uh, you know, the luxury segment, for example, and some of the challenges that, that they face and ways that they can uh, benefit from automation. And then also we've got uh, Simone Porto on board. And Simone is coming from a totally different uh, angle. You know, he's got that uh, experience being a hotel GM as well as a futurist and he was one of the first people to speak about RPA. I believe it was about five years ago. He was quoted as talking about the impact of RPA on uh, the hospitality industry. So those people can help us by giving us, you know, kind of insights and acting as a sounding board as to um, uh, some of the ideas that we have. Um, really excited about that. And generally, um, you know, looking at some of the things that we're expecting to do in, in the next years. Um, it's, it's really talking with the hotels about the areas where they see it, it, the impacts from, um, you know, whether it's people changing jobs more regularly now. Uh, we see that since the pandemic, the tenures in the hospitality space are becoming shorter and shorter. Uh, so it's down to it was like six or seven months from what we're being told. And 
people will tell us that if I have a, you know, heads of departments will say, if I have a four person team, it's kind of basically two people are always training. I'm always looking for one of those people. And one of those people is a, is a new hire. So it's really impacting them operationally. So we can try to see what we can, you know, automate for them there. And another one is errors. So we did some uh, tests in-house where we had, uh, it was kind of fun for the first like one hour, everyone <laughs> copying spreadsheets back and forth uh, from one monitor to the next, moving data kind of manually. And after about an hour, definitely after three hours, the accuracy just falls off a cliff. And we had one uh, GM of a city center uh, kind of business class hotel in Berlin that told us that he estimates somewhere between 50 to 100,000 euros in lost uh, revenue per year due to data entry errors. So that's also an area that we really want to focus on this year is just eliminating the data entry errors and helping that um, improve the, uh, um, the balance sheet for the hotels. Wonderful. Thank you very much, Stephen. Now, Mehdi, I mean, it, it just seems like hospitality is becoming an incredibly challenging, difficult industry to work in. Are you still happy working in the hospitality industry after all of this? I, I, I think yes, because we have a lot to do. And uh, finally, uh, some big suppliers are moving uh, to new gen technology. Uh, so, yeah, I think we have a lot of work and uh, so it's a good adventure to follow. It keeps it exciting and interesting, doesn't it? Exactly. And Mehdi, you and I met at the uh, International Hotel Technology Forum 2022, just, just earlier this year. Um, will you be attending again next year? Normally, yes. It is in Vienna, I think. It is. It is in Vienna. And I, I'm also going to be chairing again that event. So I look forward to uh, catching up with you in person there, maybe even sooner. But Mehdi, thank you ever so much for giving your insight today on how you're using RPA at Louvre Hotels. Thank you. And Stephen, thanks ever so much also for giving that insight into uh, how hotels are using RPA. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, Mehdi. So uh, check out all the other episodes as we explore the new technologies that hoteliers are utilizing and transforming hotels through digitalization. You can check that out on travelmarket.life or follow us on LinkedIn where you get all the latest episodes and content that we are sharing as specialists in travel and hospitality technology. I'm your host, Ryan Haynes. Thanks for listening. For more, go to Travel Market Life. The music sensation by Zach Nelson is reproduced under license from Storyblocks. Travel Market Life is a Haynes Marcoms digital marketing agency production serving the travel and technology industries.